This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. She pairs feminine flow with strategic planning to give entrepreneurs clarity and exact steps to go from side hustler to CEO. And if you are not a woman, this is still going to be a value-packed episode. Petia Kolobova, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here today with you, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I shared with you right before I hit record, I asked you where you're from and you told me. Czech Republic. And I told you that I'm originally from New York State mm-hmm. and I had a hockey puck. Now that's hockey, the sport of hockey that actually said made in Czechoslovakia. And unfortunately, in a naive moment many years ago, I got rid of it. How cool would it to be to have a hockey puck that says made in Czechoslovakia? Now it says made in the Czech Republic, which is <laughs> it's still a great country, but it's not Czechoslovakia. So yeah. just a little bit well, inside. Mark, yes. remember, I was made in Czechoslovakia. So you got one thing made there. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is so awesome. Very well said, Petia. So we're going to talk about abundance today. And a lot of people are struggling. And I'm not even going to talk about COVID because I think abundance is a mindset issue. I think people were struggling with abundance way before COVID, and they're going to be struggling with abundance way before that, after that. And here's what I want to ask you. The first question I want to ask you is, I think abundance is not physical assets like money and houses and boats. It's what's between your ears, right? So you can be really rich and have a scarcity mindset, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you said, abundance, it's not where it starts, it doesn't start tangible. Where it starts, it starts within. It's the feeling. Yes, it can be mindset, but mostly how I feel abundance and how you're really feeling, right? Because scarcity, it's also feeling. You can have a millions in your bank account and you can feel afraid that you will lose it. You can have a scarcity of not having enough time. Even if you have more than enough money, you can feel that you're not enough or you're not enough loved. You don't have enough help. Like there is the scarcity. So it starts all about how we are feeling. And when I think about abundance, the byproduct is, the byproduct is the money. The byproduct is the freedom. The byproduct is the, whatever it is for you, if it's luxurious vacations or beautiful home or comfortable big cars, right? That's the byproduct of how you are feeling. So it all starts with how you feeling and what real abundance really means to you. For me, real abundance is the freedom, freedom to be myself, freedom to express myself, freedom to do whatever, whenever I want. And freedom to be loved for who I really am. So I am right now abundantly paid to be me. And I feel that's like the ultimate abundance. We came here to be ourselves. And when we take off the mask, when we take all the shoots and the cuts, when we're reflecting back to the society, that's when the true richness really comes. You can relax into being yourself. And when you are yourself, you become magnetic. You become magnet to opportunities, to people and the money. But when you are truly feeling abundant, that's when you can enjoy the money, not before. Wow. Preach it, sister. I love what you just said, (laughs) because I'll be 56 uh, next month on June 21st. And I want the listener to know, I just recently, like in the last couple of years, understood what truly abundant versus scarcity mindset 
is all about. I used to think is about how many cars do you have? How big's your home? How much money you have in a bank account? That's not what true abundance or true scarcity is. A couple of years ago, when I was not making a lot of money in my business, I was a pizza delivery guy. And there's one gated community that has a lot of very, very wealthy people live there. And I remember I'd bring seven, eight, 10, 12 pizzas, you know, $200 order. And there'd be a, you know, a Lamborghini in the driveway and a mansion, a pool. And, and I'd give them the order and they'd give me a dollar tip. And I just get so angry. I'm like, are you kidding me? My wife said, honey, they may be house poor. All their money may be tied up into things, but if you're house poor, if you have everything tied up into liabilities instead of assets, then I think you are operating in a scarcity mindset because you probably get the money and spend it right away because you're afraid it's not going to be there tomorrow. Is that is that in line with what you're talking about? Absolutely. Like you said, it, it doesn't matter how much do you have if you don't feel enough, if you are not relaxed in a trust. And it doesn't matter what you believe in, whether you believe in God, source, universe, each of us has different beliefs, right? But if we think that it's all up to us, that we have to work hard and control everything, so we are feeling in the control and empower you will never feel abundant, no matter how much money do you have. And, you know, like you said, it is all about the mindset. They might have all tied up in the things, but not feeling rich. And I remember even before, you know, I was in my six figure with my business, anytime I would go somewhere, I would always tip well, like the best I can, right? Maybe I didn't have $20 to leave in a tip in a restaurant, but as much as I could, I leave $5 because I know that when I trust and I give to others without string attached, it always comes around and it's fun. It's, it's funny, but I remember when I started to do this experiment, I would give, you know, food or money to homeless people or people on the street. And uh, I used to have like this um, resistance to give money because I was selling back then to my mentor, what if I give them money and they will spend it on alcohol or drugs, mm -hmm. right? And he said, what they do with what you give them, it's their karma. What do you do with that money? It's yours. So for you giving, you get to be unattached because sometimes even when we give to our loved ones or to our employees or to our friends, we're somehow subconsciously thinking they have to be giving me something back. I'm giving them my time, my energy. But the thing is that very often it doesn't come through the same person. So when you start being in that abundance mindset, meaning I know I'm taken care of, I always will be. That's when you can give freely and you're not attached. And then it comes from different places, unexpected places, right? So it's really about that trust in yourself, but also in something bigger that you are guided. And very often when we're in scarcity, we're in our mind. Because we are very analytical, we're thinking through our survivor brain, right? Like, oh, I need evidence, right? And that's okay. If you are there, if you're in a place that 
you cannot just blindly have a faith and trust, that's okay. Give yourself some evidence. Take a piece of paper and write it down. Write down the times that you trusted and it worked out. Write down the times that you gave and it came back to. Write down when you gave, gave freely. How did it feel? You got Facebook? Well, I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and I have a Facebook group, both under the name of Mr. Productivity. So if you are into Facebook, if you love Facebook, go look me up on Facebook. Just look for Mr. Productivity. You know, I will tell you that I love what you said about tipping well. When I used to be in the scarcity mindset, I'm like, well, let me get my calculator out and 10% and 12%. And now I just give gracious tips. And I can tell you this much, it feels awesome. When you should give 12%, you give 25%. Let me tell you, it's not so much for them. It makes you feel incredible because you shared some of your abundance with someone else. And if anyone's listening to this podcast and you're like, Oh, all they do is bring your food. I said, no, the cook, they cook, the chef cooked your food. They brought your food. It's it's properly presented and it's well cooked and stuff. I said, but it's not, it's more than that. You're, 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 you're looking at it analytically to use your words. You're, you're trying to analyze it. Well, how much is all that worth? Look, what's in your heart. And I can tell you since I've been tipping bigger and I've been a cheerful giver, my life has changed. That's not woo-woo stuff. It's been fundamentally changed because I don't believe in like uh, the law of attraction and stuff like that. A lot of people disagree with me, but I believe if you do good things with a, a pure heart out of love and caring for your fellow human being, that you will be rewarded, whether you call it God as I do or the universe. I think you got to say, look, it, I'm not going to pinch my pennies and I'm going to round it up from 12, 1255 to 13. Round it up to $17. You are going to change that server's life and it's going to change your life as well. Absolutely. And what you are saying, it doesn't matter what you believe in, right? When you are giving graciously, you are feeling better. And when you are feeling better, it's it's really about the feeling better, feeling expansive, right? You are changing someone else's day, life. Sometimes it's a smile that you give. You don't have to be just giving money. Mm-hmm. It can be your energy. It can be your time. You know, when we all have days that we're feeling really low, and we don't want to be adulting and do anything. And then you go to grocery store and somebody it's really nice to you or see that you have only two things and let you go in front of them or they just smile at you. You shift how you're feeling. You're like, okay, life, it's not that bad. It's not such a bad day. And you never know who needs it. You never know who is going through what. So if you're not in a place to give money and listen, I've been there. I've been there when I had last $10 and I was thinking, should I buy food or gas to go to work? Been there, done that. But in those days, you really get to shift your focus and ask yourself, what can I give? Sometimes it's as easy as take your phone and text three people how much you appreciate them. Yes. I love doing that when I am feeling low energy and when I'm feeling like I really don't want to do nothing today and I want to shift how am I feeling, I text three to five people and I tell them how much I appreciate them. And most of them message me back and they're like, wow, I really needed it today. Mm. So trust that giving, trust that giving in the abundance and 
it will always come back to you. It might not come as like unexpected thousands of dollars in a check in the mail, right? But it can come in somebody hugging you, somebody helping you taking care of your flowers when you are traveling or plants or your dog. Like you will be rewarded. But the best part, it's like you're not attached to the reward. Yes. You start to feel better when you're feeling better. Better things will start happening. Again, it's no woo-woo. When you feel better, you see more clearly. Mm-hmm. Because when we are in our low energy, when we are feeling off, even if there is a $100 bill on the floor, you won't see it because you're so wrapped in your mind and seeing everything gray. So it's really about how can I feel a little bit better today? How can I give from place of love and compassion today? Who needs more than me today? And like you said, it will make you feel so good and so expansive. I think it's important that people don't look at giving as an investment. You're not investing in the stock market. You're not investing in the mutual fund. Okay. So if you go in the mindset, well, if I give this, I'm going to get this. Like you said, that's not what we're talking about. If you look at a lot of the successful people, they are really big givers. And I believe the more you give, the more you get. But if you don't give, then why should, whether you, whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in, why are they going to give you more if you're just going to hold on to it? What you need to do is say, hey, I was blessed with this money, so I'm going to help you. And you may, you may go into that scarcity mindset and go, well, you know, I could pay off this bill or, you know, I could get this house fixed up where I'm, you know, I'm living in, or this person doesn't have any food. Let me help them. And get out of your analytical way, get out of your analytical mind and, and stop running the numbers and go, you know what? This person would really be blessed if I helped them. And I think what happens is, and I'd like to know your thoughts on this, Petia. I think we get in our own way before we give, we're the ones standing in our own way. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, like if you're feeling stuck and if you're feeling in scarcity, most of the time it's us who is standing in our own way. And this could go as deep as looking into our past because I help people to heal their past because very often it's the past beliefs, what we heard from our parents when we're growing up, from our teachers, from our environment. We adapt those beliefs and then we are just in it standing there in our own way and not moving through it because we are still reliving the past beliefs instead of creating the life that is true to you, what feels right to you. I like to tell the story when I speak that a lot of people are stopping pursuing their ultimate goals and desires and the barriers are so small. So I always tell people, picture you're walking down a path, okay? And on the path, on both sides, the, 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 the hill slopes, okay? So you really can't walk down the hill. So you're walking down this path, you know, it's a beautiful day, birds are chirping, sun's out, and all of a sudden you come to a piece of wood, land across. Are you going to go, oh, my path is blocked, I'm going back the way I can? No, you'd step over or, or you know, go on your way. People go, okay, Mark, that's real simple. But let's say you came and there's this, there's this door frame in front of you, Okay really odd, out in the middle path, out in the middle of nowhere, there's this door frame with a door. Are you going to turn around and go back the way you came? Because remember, you can't walk around it. Or are you going to see if the door is unlocked? See, a lot of people go, oh, that's the universe's sign that I got to stop. And I'm like, no, 
people are people are taking any little teeny obstacle and going, well, that's a sign. I shouldn't go forward. No, you, you got to try the doorknob. You got to step over the piece of wood. You cannot let any obstacle get in your way, even if it's a ginormous wall. Well, maybe there's a door. Maybe you can walk around the big, the big wall. Don't just give up. I see people giving up so early, so easily, and it just makes my heart cry. It's fascinating. Thank you for sharing that. I remember yesterday I saw on social media quote and it was saying, if you believe it's a sign, it's a sign. So it's really up to you. What do you believe in, right? If you see a wall or if you see a like wood on your path, you can be like, oh, it's time to be resourceful, right? Or you can be like, oh, it's time to turn around because universe God is telling me this is not the way. Is that really true? So Whatever we are looking for, we will find on our way. You can sit under the wall and like, okay, it's time to rest. Okay, it's time to figure out something else. But I, again, it, it goes back to the way we were raised. So I was born and raised in, in Czech Republic. And my fiance, soon to be husband, it's, it was raised here. He was raised here in the United States. And he told me, the one thing that I really love about you, you're so resourceful. You're coming from this survivor mentality that nothing will stop you. And I never had to be in survivor mode. Mm. He was living with his parents until he was in his twenties. I ran away from home because I was, you know, abused when I was 18. So it also depends on your environment. For me, if I start something, I won't stop until I'm done, no matter what. But some people can see that because their life was maybe smoother, they might be like, okay, it was so easy and so good up until now. This feels really difficult. For me, I will climb that wall. <laughs> and for someone, it can be like, okay, there is something in my way that means that I'm not supposed to walk here. So again, it goes back to your beliefs. Does it align with where you want to be? There's two, I, I love Tony Robbins and there's two things he says. It's not a question of resources. It's a question of resourcefulness, which is what you just touched on. Okay. So if you don't have the money, you probably have a way to get the money. The other thing he says, I really love. If you can't, you must. So let me say that again for the benefit of the listener. If you can't, for whatever reason, there's a, there's a, a piece of wood in the path. There's a door frame. There's a wall. You must, if you feel that you can't, I think you should push through. That's what you did. You said, Hey, I can't, I must. And you did. And I think so many people are just like, well, I like, I like the whole thought of abundant mindset, but, uh, who am I? You know, I never had money. My parents never had money. My, my siblings don't have money. My friends don't have money. Well, what you're doing is you're limiting yourself. You're, you're putting yourself in the scarcity prison. I'm not saying you're going to make a trillion dollars tomorrow, but I'm saying if you just keep focusing on the scarcity, how in the world do you think you're ever going to have an abundant mindset? You've got to start thinking about abundant things before it's ever going to come your way. I absolutely love Tony Robbins. And I also love his mentor, Jim Rohn. Yes. And he said that I wanted to like circle it around. You are the result of the five people that you hang out with. So yes. if your parents are in scarcity, your friends are in scarcity, <laughs> your neighbors are in scarcity. Huh, let me think about where you're going to end up right? <laughs> so it doesn't mean like you got to ditch your family and friends. 
but sometimes you just get to create healthy boundaries and healthy distance and look around for the possibilities. And instead of comparing yourself, because comparing it's so easy and, and I fall into it sometimes too, we are humans, right? looking at a people that they're living the things that you desire, having the things that you would like to have. Look at those people and let yourself inspire by that. And even if you cannot be physically surrounded by millionaires, listen to them, watch mm -hmm. them, right? Like Tony Robbins, he's not my one-on-one -on -one mentor, but he was one of my mentors at the beginnings. I was binging on all of his videos, So surround yourself by people and possibilities. That's the first step, really believing that it's possible for you. I get it. You want productivity tips, but your email inbox is, well, out of control. When you follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram Messenger, you'll receive daily bite-sized productivity tips delivered to your phone or desktop for free. Let me help you become more productive, step-by-step, day-by-day. Follow Mr. Productivity on Telegram today. Believing is so critical. Uh, one of the people I really like, a famous quote I like is Charlie Tremendous Jones. You may know this. In five years, you'll be the same person you are today, except for the books you read and the people you meet. You get to choose who you hang around. So if you're saying, well, Mark, you don't understand. Okay. I got to hang around my family. Do you? Do you have to go to the family function? Do you have to go to Christmas dinner? Do you? I mean, yeah, you'll, you'll ruffle some feathers, but if everyone over there is complaining about the government and COVID and how they don't have enough money, why don't you just stay home with your family and have a more fun, enjoyable, non-confrontational Christmas or family function? Do you, yeah, you have to go to work, but you can keep the conversation at work just to work. So when Sally comes up and goes, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what happened to me this morning. Got to go. I mean, you can, you can distance yourself from these people who are always complaining who are perpetually in the prison of scarcity and go hang out with the people who are abundant. Like you mentioned, you can go listen to their podcast. You can go read their books. You can go listen to their audiobooks, especially if they're reading themselves. A couple of weeks from now, I'm going to go UPW, the Unleash the Power Within Weekend, which is four 16-hour days with Tony Robbins. Okay? Why am I doing this? I want to hang around people who are abundant, not people going, well, that'll work for him, but it never worked for me. Why do I want to hang around those kind of people? Hmm. I love that. And I love that you're investing, you know, your time, energy and money into growing yourself and be surrounded by those people. I truly believe that in life events are able to completely shift our energy and DNA. And it's not only in being in that energy, but what are you going to do after that, right? What are you going to do after that? What are you going to change? How are you going to be different? So I absolutely love live events. You know, I host workshops and retreats internationally. And here in Las Vegas, I'm hosting one retreat here in um, June 18, right after my wedding, week after my wedding, because I truly believe in the power being in person, mm because it's it's like it the energy flows through you and you're in it you're immersed in it and like you said sometimes we just gotta love some people from far away we gotta distance ourselves because it doesn't feel good anymore sometimes we're with people just because of proximity right yeah. like 
I, I always had this friend. We know each other for 10, 20 years, but maybe you outgrown them. There's you no badge of honor to be still hanging out with the friend you went to nursery school with. If they are uh, a negative scarcity guy or gal, like you said, you're in a different state. You're an abundant mindset or you want to be an abundant mindset. Then you got to go find some new friends. There's no harm in that. You could say, Hey, listen, you can tag along with me, but I'm not going to do the scarcity thing anymore. I'm going to live in abundance mentally and physically. So if you want to get rid of all that luggage you have, you can come along with me. But if you don't, I respect that. But I just want to let you know, I'm not going to spend as much time with you. So you really get to make the choice, dear friend, and let them decide. Maybe you can bring them along with you and go, yeah, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Let me try your way. You don't know. But just because they've been friends since nursery school doesn't mean you got to hang out with them. Absolutely. And sometimes like we get to break off relationship and walk away. Right. And sometimes it's like you mentioned, just renegotiating, right? Like, I love you so much. And this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm planning. Would you like to come with me? Because if not, I won't have as much time as I used to. So instead of seeing each other twice a week, we can see each other twice a month. Right. So you really get to learn to put yourself first. And that's part of the abundance too. Trusting that you are enough and that you are perfectly made for your purpose and for your people. I always say you cannot say the wrong thing to the right people. That is powerful right there. You cannot say the wrong things to the right people. And I will tell you, I know you're big on coaching. I'm a coach. I have a coach. And I've gone through several coaches that really didn't, hold my feet to the fire. The one I have now, she doesn't let me get away with anything. If I try to like ignore what she said, she'll just keep asking like a yipping chihuahua. You want those kind of people in your life to say, wait a minute. Uh, what's two plus two? One well, yesterday I went to say, no, 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 no. What's two plus two. And they keep circling back because they want an answer because it's to grow you. So you want those kind of people in your life who are going to constantly Number one, cheer you on. Number two, not let you fall back. And if they see you going backsliding, they're going to go, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you already were back there. No, no, that, that's scarcity land. We don't want to go back to scarcity land. We want to go to abundance land. You want them to say, no, turn around. You want those people in your life, whether you're paying for them or they're mentors or they're really good friends. You want people that are pushing you forward, not allowing you to backslide. Absolutely. And I think that having the support, it's so important, you know, and for me, a lot of things really change when I invested in myself in a mentor. And when I used to still be in scarcity mindset years ago, when I was working in a corporate before I had my own, you know, business, I was in a toxic environment, you know, our company grow too quick and what you, were ex what you were talking about, like the complaining and all these things that don't feel good. I didn't want to listen to it. So I started to listen to the podcast. I started to listen to YouTube videos at work all the time, anytime I could. And from then, my first life coach was a podcaster, Rob Dial, that I was listening to. <laughs> and so it's beautiful, like this whole circle of life, because sometimes if you would have told me five years ago, who I would be and what I would be doing, I, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I do. I didn't think five years 
the life that I'm living now, it's possible. Five years ago, I was still in a corporate. I was in toxic relationship. I was still working on, you know, like not liking myself, not liking my life, you know, and all of these things. And I know five years can seem a lot, but the time will pass anyway. The time will pass anyway. And because I did invest that in, you know, coaches and mentors and a journey, I'm now getting married to the love of my life. I built a nine-month six-figure online coaching business. I'm working only with soulmate clients, people that really light me up, traveling the world, hosting retreats. Five years ago, this was so out of my radar that I couldn't even imagine that. So allow yourself, allow yourself to ask yourself, what is true to me? Where do I really want to be? Ideally, how would I like to live? Because all of this will trickle out and every single step you are and always will be guided. You just got to put your head up instead of looking down the floor and complaining and seeing what's not working. Start shifting and, and very easy shift. It's just start noticing what is working, right? What is working? What do you do like? Like even when I was in corporate, I was so bitter. My coach told me, I am sick and tired of listening how much you hate your job. (laughs) Stop, either quit, right? Or start looking at it as a teacher. What is that you like? What is that you don't like? What is that you would bring into your business? What is that you would not? So instead of me complaining, I started to study. Okay, I like the team meetings that we have Friday lunches. What I don't like is that people just like run through the door because they just want to be out and all these things. So I, instead of complaining and criticizing, I became curious, huh? I wonder, right? And when you shift that, your energy shifts and you are able to see more clearly. Mm, I love that. Well, congratulations on your upcoming wedding. I've been married since uh, March 20, uh, 2000. 2003. Yes. So 18 years. It's wonderful. I love having someone who cheers me on. So congratulations on that. Where can we go to find out more about you and what you're doing in the world? So I would say my website probably has everything, just my name. And I know you'll put it in show notes because people <laughs> will be like, uh, what? Yes. So just my name, petiakolebova.com. Or uh, for people who like Instagram, I love being on Instagram. Again, just my name, Petia Kolebova, or my free Facebook group for ladies. On my social media, it's for anyone. And then I have a Facebook group for ladies called Unapologetically Abundant Women. So that's where I do my free trainings and everything. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show today and sharing your insights with us. Thank you so much for having me. I love this. And what a beautiful day, uh, way to start a day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchowski insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.